Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in part five of our current teaching series entitled Babylon Mystery Religion and the New World Order. And today, as promised, I will be sharing some of the official encyclicals concerning Roman Catholicism's Mary that have been documented by the pontiffs who have ruled over this false way and are considered by Roman Catholicism to be vicars of Christ and therefore infallible. In our last few messages, we uncovered the Babylonian roots of Roman Catholicism with certain confirmation that this false way is without a doubt a deadly and poisonous counterfeit that is very cleverly disguised with a mantle of a Christian facade, leading many sincere and unsuspecting followers to their eternal demise. We must not forget that Jesus, our beloved Savior and Lord, warned a false Christ and the false prophets who promote them. These agents of darkness spread their deceptions with a purposed intention of drawing as many as they can away from the genuine Messiah of God, who in majesty and power guarantees salvation's eternal life promise that is found in Him and Him alone. For He only is the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through Him. For narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life, and few are those who find it. Lucifer, also known as Satan, which means adversary, has had from the beginning the blasphemous agenda to usurp the God of all creation and to steal the worship that belongs only to Elohim. And he has created many false ways in order to achieve this demonic goal. For wide is the gate that leads to destruction, and many are those who find it. But none of them compare to his most masterful and false way, which is Roman Catholicism. And yet, even in the realm of apologetics, where such false ways as Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonism, the Eastern cults, and so on, are exposed for their deceptions, rarely, if ever, is Roman Catholicism included, when, in fact, it is the most dangerous of all the false ways, because on the surface it appears to be Christian, but within its demonically woven fiber is the Babylonian pagan religion of the Antichrist that will play a major role in his global, religious, governmental, and economic reign over all people on earth. True salvation's mandate is revealed in the book of Mark, chapter 16 and verse 16, where Lord Jesus proclaimed that he who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved. But it is critical to understand what is meant by the belief in Jesus Christ that guarantees eternal life. For James 2.19 also tells us that even the demons believe and shudder. And in Matthew 7.21-23, the Savior makes a heart-stopping statement where he decrees that, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, 
Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name cast out demons, and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Beloved, there are no contradictions in God's unadulterated word of truth. And as we glean from the original language, this will be proven. This scriptural insight will be very important, for while Roman Catholicism gives a cursory acknowledgement of Jesus, and Catholics do profess to believe in him, causing many within the evangelical arm of Christianity to see this is the common ground upon which we as Christians stand, and that it is enough to guarantee Catholic salvation's confidence. We will learn that the Roman Catholic belief is not legitimate belief unto eternal life, for it has been defiled with the Antichrist persuasions that cause it to be seen as null and void in the sight of God. 1 John 2, 18-22, takes us deeper in understanding the sacred criteria that is mandated in the narrow way belief that leads to eternal life. It is written, Children, it is the last hour, and just as you heard that Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have arisen. From this we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not really of us. For if they had been of us, they would have remained with us. But they went out in order that it might be shown that they all are not of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you all know. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie is of the truth. Who is the liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ? This is the Antichrist, the one who denies the Father and the Son. Beloved, as we sort this out in truth, and with the Holy Spirit's discernment to enlighten that truth, let us be mindful that Antichrist means not only against, but instead of. And therefore, while Roman Catholicism outwardly professes that Jesus is the Christ, Every other doctrine and practice held within this masterful counterfeit denies that truth by its very definition. The Greek word for deny is arneomai and means to reject based on another relationship or added knowledge, including the idea of falsehood and contradiction. Therefore, while Roman Catholicism superficially professes that they believe in Jesus Christ, they do not believe in him alone as being the only way to the Father, or that he is the only one who can guarantee salvation's eternal life security, thus contradicting salvation's truth with undercurrent denial of him. In other words, the Jesus they believe in is another Jesus that Paul warned about in 2 Corinthians 11.4 and is a counterfeit Savior. And as this denial plays out, in addition to the mandatory obedience to the sacraments, plus the rituals of dead works, it is primarily Roman Catholicism's Mary that they credit to mankind's salvation hope, while including Jesus along with her, just to make the deception more masterful. To support this sorrowful and frightening reality, allow me to share some quotes from Vatican documents, including papal encyclicals, that hold their imprimatur 
which is their official seal. In recognition of Mary as equal, and in some cases, even higher in rank than Jesus. Some of the blasphemous titles she bears gives evidence to her high position within Roman Catholicism. Just a few include Glory of the Holy Spirit, Helper of the Redeemed, Finest Fruit of the Redemption, Our Lady, Splendor of the Church, Advocate of Grace, Queen of Heaven, Queen of Love, Queen of Mercy, Queen of Peace, Queen of Angels, Queen of all the Earth, Queen of the Universe, Mother of Divine Grace, Refuge of Sinners, Virgin Most Powerful, Throne of Wisdom, Cause of Our Joy, Shrine of the Spirit, and Ark of the Covenant. And for the sake of time, I won't list all the Marian movements that have been established throughout Roman Catholicism, and which are dedicated fully with worship to her, for they would fill volumes or the many statues of her that grace their cathedrals and many other places, including the one of her that stands on Notre Dame's golden dome, measuring 19 feet in height and weighing 4,000 pounds, with a crescent subtly representing Islam, and a serpent beneath with a starry crown above her. The same holds true for the papal encyclicals, a few of which I'll share with you now. However, there are far too many to cover completely. Pope John Paul II, in his Redemptoris Mater, meaning Redemptive Mother, March 25, 1987, number 21, stated that Mary places herself between her Son and mankind in the reality of their wants, needs, and sufferings. She puts herself in the middle, that is to say, she acts as mediatrix, not as an outsider, and in fact, she has the right to do so. Mary intercedes for mankind. Pope Leo XIII, in his encyclical, promulgated on September 5, 1895, number 8, stated, The power thus put into Mary's hands is all but unlimited. How unerringly right, then, are Christian souls when they turn to Mary for help. How rightly, too, has every nation and every liturgy, without exception, acclaimed her great renown, which has grown greater, with a voice of each passing century. Among her many other titles, we find her held as Our Lady, Our Mediatrix, the Repertrix of the whole world, and the Dispenser of all heavenly gifts. And when Pope Francis was crowned the 266th Pontiff of Roman Catholicism, he immediately dedicated the whole world to Mary. Some of the other encyclical statements made by pontiffs down through the ages, and which can be confirmed in their official documents, are that Mary is the latter, chief confidence, whole ground of hope, greatest security, the door to God for sinners, and that all heavenly gifts from the Father, Son, or the Holy Spirit, including the gift of salvation, come only through Mary, and that God's love comes to us through Mary alone. Beloved, not only does this blasphemously credit the Roman Catholic Mary with being a co-redeemer with Jesus Christ in salvation's atonement sacrifice, but when seen through the lens of Holy Spirit discernment, it spiritually mirrors the Babylonian perversion of Semiramis and Nimrod, which we covered at the beginning of this study. You'll remember that Semiramis was not only Nimrod's wife, but his mother as well and that the worship given to her exceeded his. 
as outrageous as it may seem. The Roman Catholic Church also considers Mary to be the mother of Jesus and his spouse as well, again exposing its Babylonian roots, as well as Lucifer's mockery of God's holiness by way of the many perversions the enemy has woven into this demonic counterfeit. St. Ephraim the Syrian was recorded as being the first early Christian to refer to Mary as the Bride of Christ, when in reality it is his church that is his bride. He was followed by Godfrey of Admont, who wrote that each person of the Godhead is Mary's lover. And then St. Augustine of Hippo, in Sermon number 208, stated that Mary was the only one who merited to be called the mother and spouse of God. And these blasphemous statements all hold Roman Catholicism's imprimatur, which again is their official seal. There's so much more I could share with you, beloved, in confirmation to the reality that Roman Catholicism is without a doubt a blasphemous Babylonian counterfeit to genuine Christianity, and that it will indeed play a major role in the new world order of the Antichrist, but time will not allow. I can only pray that the information I have shared with you will be eye-opening and heart-stirring and earnestly contending for the true faith which was once for all delivered to the saints, for love of his word and love for the lost, and that we will be numbered with those saints who overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives unto death. And, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.